Welcome to the Jamoti Podcast. We are all surrounded by amazing coaches and leaders. So let's get an inside look at not just what they do, but how they do what they do. After all, becoming the best versions of ourselves is Jamoti, just a matter of doing it. Coaches, the Jamoti Podcast is powered by Shoot360. The future of basketball has arrived in Dallas-Fort Worth. Shoot360 combines the latest sports technology with the fundamentals of basketball skill development. The result is a one-of-a-kind video game-like basketball program designed to improve your shooting, dribbling, and passing. Visit Shoot360DFW.com to learn more and register for your free one-hour workout evaluation. Shoot360, the future of basketball is here. You have the, the this new crop of coaches that's going to be coming in and so you're not just teaching your players about your standards your culture the way that you do things every day you're also going to be teaching those coaches so what are some of those standards or or pillars or the culture of your program that you're going to be uh showing them right off the bat so like we we if you if you see us on social media we we hashtag fast pace on everything and that, that's twofold. That's that's one. That's how we want to play. But but two. That's our core values. Um, so the fast is it's family, it's accountability, it's service, it's toughness, and the pace is passion, uh, it's appreciation, it's competitiveness, and it's excellence. And those are the things that we that we want to strive for. Uh, we wanted to be a first of all. We want to be a family environment like. We spend so much time with each other, man. We we become family, and and within a family, you got you got good days, you got bad days, you got times where you get along great, you got times where there's conflict. But at the end of the day, you gotta <clears throat> you gotta be a family that loves, and and I really feel like love is talked about in our play, in our in our within our culture, and it's it's lived as well. Uh, accountability, you gotta be willing to be held accountable, and you gotta hold other people accountable, hold yourself accountable competitiveness man i really believe in that like we or i'm sorry i want to fast that service i believe in giving back um and i believe that that, that as coaches too we got to have a have a servant leader mentality like we're here to serve we're here to serve this university we're here to serve our players yeah uh, we're here to serve each other on the staff that's the, that's the mindset that we try to have um the t toughness man you can't win without toughness and especially just man you you look at covid and, and you look at just this this last two years man it, you better have some type of mental toughness to get through this yeah it's, it's hard you talk about mental health man but there's a yeah. lot of the great thing about about student athletes man is, is you're developing just tough leaders i think there's so many and if you can get out of college athletics and have had <laughs> and made it through four years like <laughs> yeah it's, it's you get like a badge at the end of that yeah but, but just but what it does to you mentally as far as like man I was a college athlete. This is nothing for me. Uh, I, I see so many of my former players and what they're doing now and how they're leaders. That's because they were able to they were able to balance being a student, being a high level player, yeah, um, and and do all that and have success. And they found their way out of that and time managed that whole thing. And I'm sure they probably had a lot of fun on the weekends and weeknights and all that too. Like you're able to balance all that student athlete life when you have success, um, and then. Go to pace real quick. Uh, Coach, have- let me let me let me pause before pace at okay. the T. Uh, question for you: You get yeah. a kid that is talented and skilled, but lacks toughness. How much 
can you put that into that player? Or do they need to have a certain level of toughness when they get to you? Yeah. And then you can maybe help maximize that. It's a great question. <laughs> I don't know the answer, so I want to know. My good friend in coaching, uh, his name is Chuck Taylor. He was on the men's side for a long time. He's actually back on the men's side. He's a JUCO head coach back in Alabama now. But he's at when I first met him, he was at South Alabama as an assistant, and he became a head coach at Paris Junior College. So he's all on the men's side. And um, we used to talk about toughness, and he used to always say, you can't teach a kid to be tough. You can teach him to be courageous, but you can't teach him to be tough. And we would talk about that all the time. <laughs> and it was funny. Like he, he would say, hey, hey, that, sucker, that, that dude, he's courageous. But uh, I, I love it. I, I think, love I think that. Toughness is a, it's, it's a skill. You have it or you yeah. don't have it. You can, you can and, and like I said, you can teach some courageousness. Well, like like your vertical. I mean, <laughs> I did a ton of I did a ton of jumping things back in the day, and it took me from here to here. It did improve it a little bit, but I did not have uh, a a large capacity to begin with there. And, and maybe yeah, I think that's something. And, that, but and, and here's an example. Here's two examples of toughness versus courageousness. There's some kids that you're just like that dude is going to lay his body on the line. They're going to take a charge every time. It's not a question like, oh, I'm there. I'm taking a hit. That's what it, that's what it takes to get the win. And then you got the occasional person that can be courageous in the moment. And a lot of times it was just wrong place, wrong time. I couldn't I couldn't move out the way fast enough. So I, <laughs> uh, <laughs> got, got hit. You got you got kids that are, are tough kids, and I'm I'm a guard 94 feet the entire game because that's who I am. I got a high motor. I'm determined. This is what coach wants. And then you have the kid that is, okay, it's the end of the game and we're down 10 with three minutes left. I'm going to, I'm going to bend my knees and do it for a three minute segment. And you're like, why isn't this who you are all the time? Like, mm. I just think there's, there's, there are times where you can, you got people that act courageous, but that's not truly who they are. And then you got some, you got some players that are just toughness. That's, that's who they are. They, they come, they bring it every day. Doesn't matter what the situation is too. I, there's physical and mental toughness, and I think that just you just got some kids that you know they're gonna make it in life because they've made it through situations that you're like, man, I, I don't know, I can make it through that situation, but here you are doing it, doing it with a smile on your face, and and you're here, you're just resilient. There's certain things that you know sometimes by the time you got you you get to us in college, you have so much life experience that like some kids are just built different, and yeah. They're built with a certain mental toughness, and there's some that haven't had to have some of the same like upbringings as far as having opportunities to be to show your toughness. And, yeah. and and sometimes you get here, and and kids are more tough than we think they are. They just haven't had the opportunity to show it. Mm. Uh, thank you so much for sharing that. I think yeah. I need I needed to hear that because that idea of I mean I'm at a I'm at a private Christian school, and great kids. But the toughness level, it's always, I'm always wanting it to be more at times across the board. But that idea of, I've heard, you can't teach it. If they don't have it, they don't have it. But then I love that distinction between toughness and courageous. We have tons of courageous kids here. Yeah. Tons. There's some, there's some, some kids great moments. Had, great yeah. moments, yeah. <clears throat> All right, go on there's, to pace. There's, well, there's some kids who just haven't had the opportunity to. Yeah. And sometimes life brings out some toughness that you didn't know you had. Um and maybe I, I, maybe as coaches, how can we manufacture 
opportunities? How can we create an environment where they so, they have conflict, right? Another, I'll say another two quick stories. Now, yeah. um, one, former former boss of mine now, and then colleague, Sam Walker, um, he he was a he was an evil genius when it came to coaching. He's the best coach I've ever worked for because he would sometimes, like he would just realize in the middle of the season that we hadn't had enough conflict and he would come to practice and pick a fight. And uh, <clears throat> he just felt like he had a, he had a pulse on the team of when he mm-hmm. felt like there needed to be some conflict and when there didn't. And he was just a mastermind when it came to that. And I, I just, sometimes I didn't know what he was doing and he had a, <laughs> he had a reason for everything. And I, I just, uh, I, I really, I really respected him for that. And I, I totally feel blank, drew a blank on the other thing I was going to tell Well, you. but there, there's an art to, to that. And because there's, that's beyond X's and O's. There's mm-hmm. some guys that I just, I mean, can outdraw anyone in plays and have this memory, like almost a photographic memory. But if you don't know the pulse of your team and it's not just know it, but know how to, manipulate in a good way and change it to where they need to be you know you're 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 missing out on a huge piece so that art is huge no doubt so i'll go to i'll go to the page real quick okay passion um i just think you have to have especially at this level like you you have to love what you do and and us as coaches them as players because it becomes too much of a job there's too much at stake when it comes to wins and losses and what it takes to be successful at this level you got to love it. And I, I'm a firm believer too. Like anything that I'm going to do, anything I'm going to put my name on or spend my time on, like I'm going to give it my all. There's just time is the one thing you don't get back. Yeah. Um, and, and so if you're going to spend it, you might as well spend it well and put your all into it. So be passionate about whatever you're going to do in life. If you don't love it, then you probably shouldn't be doing it at this level for sure. Um, the A, appreciation. Man. I, just, I, I believe appreciation goes so, it can take you so far, man. Just thank you and thanking people um i've gotten more with thank yous and, and showing appreciation than i've gotten with anything else mm. um i just think it goes to how you treat people man and, and when you treat people the right way they tend to want to do things for you or do tenfold for you um what you thought you could have got for them and so <clears throat> showing appreciation man like um, when we can we try to give gear to people that help out or, or just do little things to, to show appreciation man or having conversations with our our janitors, our custodians, the people that take care of this building, and I think are huge. And, and those people want to, they're the people that on a Sunday afternoon when you forgot your keys are around and they want to help you out and things like that. So I just think showing appreciation is huge. Um, competitiveness, we, we compete in everything that we do. Every drill that we do, there is a winner and there's a loser and we're going to compete for that. And I just think that breeds success when you're competing on a high level in practice mm-hmm. all the time. And then excellence, you just got to demand it, man. I, I think that um it becomes it becomes uh, part of your brand man and, and and that should be and that's what we want to be associated with is when you think of AM commerce women's basketball or AM commerce we want you to associate excellence with that mm. i think that's why our coaches have gone on and and gotten a really good job and got head coaching job and that's why our players have gone on and had a lot of success and business or playing overseas whatever but just demanding excellence in, in everything we do i love the uh the in passion the p i was blown away 
I mean, I can still remember my college days and not too far, that far gone. Uh, I was blown away by how many of my teammates really didn't have a passion for the game, yeah. you know, at that level and how I could use that as an advantage for myself, a passion for the game to work harder, to spend more time, to give a little bit more. In your opinion, how many high school players are coming out now that say they want to play or they love the game, but you just don't see that passion in them? I think they think they're passionate, and then they get here, and they're like, maybe I wasn't that passionate. <laughs> um, I also think there's I – mean, I hate to say it, this thing we're playing, I think kids play way too much basketball, man. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think <clears> – <throat> You know, it becomes somewhat of a business too. I, you know, one thing we try to do here, man, is we try to have fun with some of the stuff that we do. I, I think you can, I think you can get things done, but still have fun with it. And we had fun this last week of, of workouts. We had the Commerce Olympics, right? And so, oh, please share, please so share. So what we did was we put we wrote everybody's name on a dry erase board, and um, every event, and, and there was team competition, there was individual things, but everything had a point total assigned to it so let's say they won they won first thing we do we have two teams we do star shooting it's a shooting drill winner gets two points so everybody in that winning team got two two marks by their name next thing we do is clean the court okay so we do you know one-on-one -on -one or two baskets for six minutes take the top two from each basket to, to one basket and everybody that made it to the final basket got at least one point but the winner was going to walk away with four points, so four, three, two, one. Take the top two from each basket. Top two, okay. All right. So we yep. had we had ten people in our off season. So one back, two baskets of five players. Top two scores from each basket. They come back to the final, the championship basket. That's the queen court right there. And then everybody that made it to the queen court got at least one point. Uh, winner got four. Second place got three points. Third place got two. Fourth place got one. So then we just kept a running tally of everything. We had a two-on-two -two tournament. We had a uh, – we played three-on-three cutthroat. And the next day we did something different. We, you know, different shooting drill. Uh, we did kill drill. Um, we did five-on-five. Five. So we had a skills challenge where we – like the NBA skills challenge. You got to dribble around some cone. Yeah. Pass it, hit a target. Um, but the whole thing is – is so that whole week, are we necessarily just doing skill development? No, but you're, you're competing, and, and and to me, competing at a high level is a skill. Like, the more you're, com if you're competing at a high level, you're getting better, mm -hmm. right? And that's like <clears throat> when you're sprinting against somebody. I don't care what you're doing. If if it's me versus you, I'm going to push myself to give my all to win that thing. And it's the same thing with basketball. If you're if you're pushing yourself in a drill and you're trying to win, then you're doing that thing at full speed. You're doing it. Um, if you're trying to hit a target, you are you're trying your best to be accurate with your stuff. If you're trying to make a shot the first time, so you can hurry and get down, like you're you are working on, I, I got to shoot this with the right follow through. I got to go full speed. It's gonna be gang speed shots, and so that was our thing the last week. Is let's have fun, and at the end of the week, you know, we give prizes whether it was um, you know some more gear or or whatever. Um, try to make it fun. So at the end of the week. We got some out of it. We had fun. And instead of going to the weight room the last week, the last day, we played volleyball as a team. And they loved it. And and I just think that, you know, we're going to work hard at everything we do. But also, they got finals coming up. They got papers. Yep. They don't need to stress out about 
we don't play a game till November. So we don't have to overdo it all the time. And I think sometimes as coaches, we, we, we overdo it when we don't have to. Um, and so that's one of the things, but I, I, I think it's, it's on us too to help keep some of that passion alive because we got to remember at the end of the day, it's a game and we do this because we love the game that we play. And so you want to continue to make sure your players are loving the game and, and you want to keep them. Like, yeah, a lot of the, the details become monotonous. Like I got to get a thousand shots up this week, but okay, mm -hmm. how can we change it up and make those thousand shots fun? Like what can we yeah. do to make sure we're still having fun? Because I mean, y'all, I just think there's, there, there's, you can you can lose your your fun and your passion for the game if, if you're not trying to find ways to have fun in what you do. So sprinkling ways to have fun in the work that, you, that you're going to be doing. Coach, that's a good nugget. And the I'll have to send you a video of the Faith Olympics uh, that we do. And I just think that's so cool. I love the idea of different point totals for, thing, for things. How many different games do you feel like you had in all, if you could guess? So we, we did... <clears throat> four days worth of workouts and we probably did um we probably did four workouts a day so you know probably 16 okay i love that going back to because i want to kind of finish up the this the your culture piece i love the fast pace uh brand like one i feel like we try to do that here at faith too uh but what's unique about your though that those standards or your pillars those eight words is that it goes with the style of play that you want, but then also the type of culture and human beings that you want on your team as well and, and things that will help them. I wonder how many cultures out there or how many teams have things on their wall that are great, but really don't sync up with there's a disconnect between those words and actually how they play and do things. Yours seem to both go uh, hand in hand, which is brilliant. The beauty of, of COVID, I was sitting around the house and I'm like, <laughs> just thinking about, you know what I had to do is I had to, and we say fast pace all the time. Like I, I just, it's one of the things we talk about all the time. Like we want to play at a fast pace. Like you, you get into recruiting pitches and you're talking to families, you're talking to players. Or I, I was going to, we had a really good year in 1920. So I was speaking virtually on all, on all these coaches mm -hmm. clinics. And I'm like, I just got to thinking and I'm like, I think I took our core values from Shaka Smart at a TABC clinic yeah. eight years ago. I liked what he said, and so I think I just stole his for verbatim. And it wasn't it wasn't ours, so I I never really remembered remembered it. I just yeah. like it was it was cool, but we weren't really living that. And so the COVID, you're sitting around, and I just had time to think. And I'm like, what what do we stand for? What do we want to do? What what is something we say all the time? And and I just started thinking about fast pace. We say it all the time. We hashtag all the time, but what does that mean? And, and and it was easy, like the F was easy. And you started thinking about things, some of the core values that I had on my wall, the appreciation, the accountability was already on there. It just, yeah. and the fact that I had two A words, I was like, this is lining up. Okay. I had competitiveness on my wall, had excellence on my wall, but I would, I never had the order. And now it's easy to say fast pace and remember it. And it's it was all things that we were living and doing, but now, like it, it just made it made more sense when when I actually had time to sit down and COVID forced me to sit down and think about my thoughts, <laughs> think about what I really wanted. Yeah. Thank you for checking out today's episode. Please take a moment to subscribe to this podcast, share it with your fellow coaches, and find us on social media for what's coming up next on the Jamoti Podcast. It's just a matter of doing it.